hey, is it just me, or is it getting a lot hotter? At the time I record this podcast, we're into October, and the temperatures in Richmond, Virginia, have approached triple digits. Recent scientific studies on global warming indicate that the Earth's temperature may rise anywhere between 2 degrees to more than 11 degrees in coming decades, and this would increase the frequency and severity of flood, droughts, and funky weather. Hi, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates, and this is the Claims Coach Podcast. This is the podcast that delivers tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. I'd like to step out with a broader lens this week and look at the phenomenon, briefly, of global warming. Because rising sea levels would accelerate and trigger beach erosion, it already has, cause more powerful storm surges and ecological degradation. Oceans will warm and acidify, and heat waves kill large numbers of people. The potential damages from global warming are enormous. Now, global warming is a much-debated phenomenon. Some say it's a myth. Others think it's an imminent threat to mankind. Putting aside the debate, to which we can't do justice here, what are some of the risk management and claim implications of global warming? Well, liability exposures loom for companies and risk managers as the climate heats up. One sign of a potential tsunami are articles in publications such as Trial Magazine, the monthly publication of the Personal Injury Bar. They've already had a feature article titled, Global Warming Litigation Heats Up. However small you might consider the risk, risk managers have to consider the perils of global warming and how global warming will affect their business, their products, their services, their markets, their productions, and facilities. What scenarios are plausible? What options have they planned if the scenario materializes? Risk management means being deal, being prepared to deal with risks, and this includes the future. And all kinds of businesses are impacted. Certainly risk managers are going to need to assess their organization's carbon footprint and its size. Risk managers working for manufacturing entities will have different worries and concerns versus risk managers who work for, say, the service sector or the financial industry. Companies engaged in manufacturing may be more prominent targets for liability claims and lawsuits. One concern is that eventually, plaintiffs will target specific companies and industries, alleging that their negligence caused or contributed to global warming. Electric utilities are responsible for 40% of all carbon dioxide emissions in the United States. Experts estimate that 48 companies are responsible for 75% of all U.S. electricity emissions of carbon dioxide. 19 companies are responsible for 50% of U.S. electricity emissions. And 7 companies are responsible for a fourth. Now, liability claims here are not purely theoretical. For example, in 2006, the state of California sued six major car manufacturers seeking damages for their contributions to global warming and damages caused to California's economy, public health, and environment. 
So potential plaintiffs in global warming litigation include not only individuals, but government entities as well, subrogating on behalf of their citizens, not unlike some of the opioid litigation going on. And as a company, you don't need to be an electric utility. You don't need to be an Exxon in order to have risks due to global warming. The risks pertain not only to potential liability claims, but to challenges confronting businesses facing potential loss from droughts, freakish weather, and heat waves. Because these events can pose extensive property damage risks, as well as supply chain interruptions. So risk managers can't stick their heads in the sand and think they've got nothing to worry about and no risk to manage just because their companies happen not to be in electric utility, manufacturing, or energy sectors. DNO claims may proliferate as shareholders and others sue management for not being proactive in environmental affairs and allowing the company to contribute to global warming. Let's talk about the mother load of damages. If and when plaintiffs file liability claims against companies or industry sectors based on their environmental impact, they still face multiple legal hurdles. And even unsuccessful claims related to global warming liability, however, may force companies to shoulder monstrous legal defense costs. So the impediments to successful plaintiff recovery are no reason for risk managers to feel a false sense of security when assessing their exposure to global warming risks. Because the alleged damages here could easily run into multi-millions or even Carl Sagan territory billions and billions of dollars of exposure. Claim scenarios could include class action lawsuits against individual companies and industries, and when and if financial losses occur due to climate changes wrought by global warming, there will be a frantic search for deep pockets, and the first stop in that search for deep pockets will be corporations, and by extension, the corporations in turn will search for the deep pocket of insurance coverage. That will be the second wave of activity, a nearly equal frantic search by those corporations to shift the cost of such liability claims to insurance carriers. Now, whether or not those efforts succeed, that's a separate issue and hinges on insurance policy and coverage interpretation. So let me close with a couple of action steps for risk managers to consider right now. Number one, assess the carbon footprint of your organization. Number two, sensitize upper management to the potential perils that may exist to the organization from global warming and the need to proactively address these perils long before claims and lawsuits arise. Number four, collaborate with operational managers on ways to reduce the organization's carbon footprint and to make a compelling case that the organization is a good, environmentally conscious corporate citizen. And lastly, number five, consider what-if scenarios regarding global warming liability claims and determine whether the organization's current portfolio of insurance policies and insurance coverage have any exclusion that would negate coverage. Your insurance broker may be able to assist in this regard. So those are some action items. Well, if you've liked the content provided here in this podcast, I would encourage you to subscribe to the Claims Coach podcast. You can also 
find me on my website, www.claimscoach.com, or follow me on Twitter, at claimscoach, that's one word, claimscoach.com, or connect with me on LinkedIn. So thanks a lot, and stay tuned for future episodes of The Claims Coach.